Welcome to the power of faith and the ministry of David Hathaway. Please join David as he ministers today's word. miracles really happen today? When people read about healing miracles in the New Testament, they often ask, can they still happen today? Let me remind you that not only have I seen and recorded tens of thousands of healings under my ministry, but I've experienced two outstanding personal miracle healings from cancer, both confirmed by the hospital. In 1964, I was healed of cancer on my vocal cord, and 39 years later, was healed of cancer in my right lung. In December 2002, as part of the process of getting a residence permit in the Ukraine so that I could preach freely, I had to have an X-ray to prove that I didn't have TB, which is endemic there. As I was leaving the hospital, the doctors called me back, took more X-rays and then told me I had a shadow on my lung. They said probably it was pneumonia. I must have had it for over a month because I remember a fever had started on the last day of October. Back in England, I was treated with antibiotics, but after two courses, I went again for x-rays and the patch of my lung was bigger. The doctors became extremely worried and didn't want me to travel overseas. They set up exhaustive tests and they said bluntly, it's not pneumonia, it's lung cancer. They gave me a maximum of five years to live, even with treatment. I prayed about it and I did go overseas to carry out my ministry, but the day after I got home, the hospital process started. On the Thursday, the uh, hospital showed in the CT scans the cancer. I believe in prayer and in a God of miracles, but here I was faced with a challenge. Did I really believe God or not? The following Monday, I had to go for a bronchoscopy where they would put a camera down my lung and take a sample of the growth. The doctors had already fast-tracked me into a process which would lead to an operation to remove all or part of my right lung. The only question was how much of the lung they would have to remove. I said, Lord, how can I go back into Russia and Eastern Europe and preach like I do? and say that you're a mighty God of miracles who's got power to do everything, including healing cancer, if I've got half of my lung cut out, followed by chemotherapy. If you finished with me, if my ministry is over, then don't heal me, because if I can no longer evangelize, I might as well die. I've no other reason to live. But if you want me to go back into Russia and Eastern Europe and finish the work that you've given me to do, then I want you to heal me completely. But I only had a few days from the Thursday to the following Monday. God said to me, David, in the Bible it says that if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, if you believe and don't doubt, you can command a mountain to move and it will. Now you've got a mountain in your life that you have to move 
and that mountain is to get the cancer out of your lung. If you can believe that, without an operation you can be completely healed and nothing will be impossible for you from there on. On the Monday I was in the hospital, tubes down my lung, they were looking for the cancer, but God had already given me the answer. The doctors looked at me in amazement and said, there is no cancer, and I have the before and after x-rays in my office to prove it. I had no operation, no treatment. I only had God and the Bible, and that's all I needed to confound the doctors. They were shocked they didn't believe in God, but I do. I believe in a God of power and of miracles. The Bible is very clear in Isaiah 53. It says Jesus was wounded for our sin, bruised for our iniquity, and with his stripes we're healed. Matthew 8:16 says Jesus healed those that were sick to fulfill this prophecy spoken by Isaiah. So healing is to fulfill Bible prophecy. I believe our Bible prophecy. Some people say that healing was only for the time of Jesus, but this prophecy is not ended. Jesus healed only for the three years that he was on earth. His disciples continued after him, and I've seen miracles of healing in my ministry for over 50 years. There are more miracles of healing today, all over the world, than at any time in the history of the church. Every time I preach the gospel, I see big miracles of healing. One outstanding story was in 2001 when I was preaching in Asbest. A young lady, brimming with life, came up to me to testify of her healing in our crusade two years before. This is Nadia's story. After the birth of her second daughter, she contracted a blood infection in the hospital. One by one, her internal organs malfunctioned and failed. Over a period of 10 years, she was treated by specialists in Ekaterinburg, in Moscow and St. Petersburg, but only grew worse. The antibiotics they gave to kill the strong infection instead destroyed all the natural bacteria that live in the intestine so that she wasted away. Her condition deteriorated until she had to be given shots of morphine to control the agonizing pain. She was so drugged that she could no longer recognize her husband and daughters. One day, drifting in and out of consciousness, she thought she heard a doctor say, if you want to stay alive, you'd better pray. The hospital had already returned her possessions to her husband, expecting her to die. But one friend, who'd emigrated to Canada, got a message to her that she must find a Bible-believing church and that Jesus was her only hope. About this time... Nadia heard that I was to hold a three-day crusade in her town and that God would work miracles. They brought her to the open-air stadium with a high fever and near death. As the worship began, black clouds filled the sky and by the time I got up to speak, heavy drops of rain had begun to fall. I publicly took authority over the weather, declaring that within five minutes the sun would come out. It did, but the miracle was all the more powerful because all round the stadium, the storm was hurling down hailstones. Nadia saw the miracle. She'd never seen God intervene in power through the name of Jesus. After the prayer for healing, Nadia said she felt something like fire go through her whole body, changing and renewing every damaged organ. She could feel life flooding back. 
She knew this was her chance to be healed and rise up from her deathbed. She seized it in a surge of faith and was completely healed. That's why Jesus gives us a direct challenge in John 14 to simply believe. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or at least believe me because of the miracles. Now, although Nadia's husband loved her, he was far from a good man. But when he saw how great a miracle had God had worked in the weather and how great a miracle had God had worked in his wife, he gave his life to Jesus, stopped drinking, his whole life changed. Now Nadia said, I'm filled with joy. I tell everyone everywhere I go what Jesus has done. And she gave an interview to the TV cameras and showed all her medical records to prove the miracle. Again recently, on the second night of our evangelism, another young woman rushed to the platform to be to the first to give her testimony. She said that two weeks before, the hospital had diagnosed her with a severe form of leukemia. They gave her five years to live, but after more tests, they reduced her life expectancy to two years. Then, because of a risk of a brain hemorrhage, on the opening day of the crusade, they had told her that she had a maximum of only six months to live. But she came to the meeting. Next day, she went to the hospital for more tests. At the end of the day, as the meeting was starting, the hospital called her on the mobile. Now a miracle had happened. No trace of any disease in her blood, no cancer. She was dying, but now Jesus had given back her life. Many of my experiences with God have been painful. Cancer twice, a year in a communist prison. But I've seen the power and glory of God in my life. God has never failed me. Through it all, as the the old hymn says, I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to depend upon his word. By faith, I've learned to recognize God. My faith recognizes the power God has to forgive, to heal and deliver. I exercise faith because I've seen the evidence of the power of God in my life. Why did God allow Moses to go through all those difficulties in Egypt and in the desert before God called him? It was so that he would learn to trust God and to have the faith that God would deliver his people out of their suffering and out of Egypt. When it's impossible, God will work the greatest miracles, but only when you trust him. Seeing God in the fire changed Moses. Come face to face with God in the fire, in the power, in the miracles, as I've done in my life and as these women did. If you need healing, and your faith in God has been lifted by these testimonies, you can ask Jesus to heal you now. You don't need a special place or special preacher or evangelist. You should ask God directly yourself. You can lay your hand on your own sickness and in faith ask and receive like these women did. Jesus wants to heal you. Matthew 8:17 says that Jesus came to fulfill the prophecy of Isaiah 53, to heal and to forgive you.
Thank you for listening to The Power of Faith, broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting www.eurovision.org.uk. Also available online are a large assortment of videos, magazines and books for your growth in God. We would like to give all new subscribers to David's ministry a free gift. To receive your free gift, visit www.eurovisiontv.org. Remember, those who know their God will be strong and do exploits. Worship used by kind permission of Vinesong, www.vinesong.com.